0: Hello. Hello, Dr. Michael Leitman. Today we have a special show
1: about the Day of Independence, Israeli Day of Independence. And I'd like to ask about the connection between the government of Israel, the land of Israel, the state of Israel, the land of Israel, and the people of Israel, from the Kabbalistic point of view, from the point of view of politics, archaeology, history, etc., etc. There was already research done about that. Everything's clear there, but from the point of view of, but from the Kabbalistic point of view, this is something that we'd like to find out, and we'll try to base all of our, everything that we talk about here today on source texts.
0: We'll try to, you know,
1: give as much as we can. We only have 30 minutes, but the basic elements that were written the past 3,000 years, because without that it's unclear what are we doing on this planet, what is our purpose.
0: So I'd like to start with the goal itself,
1: the purpose of creation or the tendency of nature we We need to say straightforward that the Creator, nature,
0: reality, it's
1: all the same. So first of all, about the goal itself. The purpose of nature, as it says in all of the source texts, is to unite all opposites. There's a lot written about it that it's necessary to unite, love another as yourself, etc., etc. It sounds pretty, but in simple words, can you explain what is the purpose or the tendency of nature? The purpose of nature is to bring man and... Everything that this concept of man consists of, to become like the Creator, similar to him, then it's going to be called Adam, in Hebrew, also meaning, um, in Hebrew both meaning man and also similar to the Creator, and to bring all nature, all of nature, to that. And in, in a more simple language, well, the Creator is the quality of love and bestow. Man, in his initial state, is the opposite to that, to the Creator state. And therefore, what man needs to come to is to a state where he detaches himself from his initial egoistic quality, where everything's only for his own sake, to remake himself, change himself, invert himself in a way that he does everything to the benefit of others. So, this is also the tendency of nature. We see that nature constantly unites us, integrates us. Yeah. After the Big Bang, there was, first of all, the process, uh, the great process of unification, etc. So, it's impressive. It's important to know. Now,
0: I want to ask about the land of Israel.
1: We need to come to some common understanding. It says
0: that the
1: land of Israel... Land in translation in Hebrew is desire and Israel means straight to the Creator, Yeshar Kel. What does it mean? A desire aimed straight at the Creator. Meaning just the cre just like the Creator is directed only toward developing his created beings, being bring them closer to one another and to himself. This this is what we should see as the purpose of our development. So man is the so the creator is the quality of love, bestowal, connection of all the good that we can only imagine to ourselves, and expansion and coming closer to one another. And how is that related to the land of Israel? Land, Eretz, comes from the word Ratzon, desire. So what's the difference between the land of Israel and the people of Israel? Israel comes from the word Yashar Kel, to be similar to the Creator, to be aimed straight toward the Creator. So, what's the difference between uh, the people of Israel and the land of Israel? Why are they both called Israel they're not called the same? The land of Israel is a desire aimed straight to the Creator. And the people of Israel are Am Israel, meaning that we, on the level of our development, of the development of our desires, we need to reach such a state where all of our desires will be directed toward a good attitude, good and nice attitude toward each other and good connection.
0: Okay.
1: Next concept: the law of
0: and branch. It says. Bala writes that All the still,
1: the vegetative, the animate, etc. in this world,
0: there
1: is an element that is similar to it in the upper world, only consisting of different substance. So what follows is that we're talking about some spiritual forces and laws, and in our world they're revealed in the form of matter. Right. So when they write in their books the land of Israel by that they mean uh, to become like the creator but in our world we see it in the form of matter there's the soil there are people, there are bodies well it's on a level actually what we're talking about are those qualities that appear in people and how can people correct them and what do, what do they need to come to? Well, it's amazing that because a stone and an animate and the corporeal world they consist out of matter, solid matter in the spiritual world it's about time and space it's just a quality ok, so those that have five senses see these qualities in our world in the form of substance, matter
2: yeah
1: but actually we see these qualities in the world around us without being capitalists Right, any person that has five senses. Therefore, we see that the land of Israel
0: exists.
1: Another interesting thing, who did the land of Israel belong to to begin with? We know, if we look at well, uh, what it says in the Torah, that seven nations lived in the land of Israel, and when the Israelites came out of Egypt, they crossed the desert and conquered these seven nations. Also it said that the creator himself he gave it to Abraham
0: and
1: the
2: question
0: is, <laughs> if it's
1: a, if you explain to a religious person, no problem, no questions. The Creator gave it, that's that. But to a secular person, well, how is it with all other nations in all other times? That's how it was commanded by the Creator from above, and that's how they've implemented their mission. Well, you understand, uh, people, uh, you're just saying, who's stronger, he's right. So says Rashi, the great interpreter, scholar, who said that the nations of the world will come and ask, why did you take a land that does not belong to you, but belong to us? You banished seven nations that lived on this land. And since then, you consider it yours.
2: So, he says
1: about that, you need to give a simple answer to it, that everything belongs to the Creator altogether, not to the nations of the world, not to anyone else. But if the Creator invests it, if He passes it, gives the right, like it says in the Torah, Gives the right to, for some kind of behavior or action or ownership or you
0: know, for,
2: it's all
1: written, the Torah, and that's how you need to accept it
0: well the Jews themselves they
1: wrote the Torah so it's obvious what they wrote there but so I understand that that, okay they conquered they did they were there for a thousand years already you have Jerusalem and everything else so Okay, afterwards they left for two thousand years, but at least for a thousand years the state of Israel existed. Today we can say that this land in general belongs to us. Well, it's interesting because as independent as the state of Israel is nonetheless, I was taught in the university that all in all, Uh, It was independent only for 300 years, and the other 700 years they were under someone nonetheless okay, so they conquered it by force, the influence of the land of Israel over people there is also this interesting fact that says that the land here is unique, each area there is a special force, spiritual force that works on it, that works on man yeah, it's a very unique land, a very unique place on the planet where there are many different uh, natural zones, very rapid changes. You can travel from south to north, and you will practically go through such areas, parts of land. Terrains that in order to meet it in any other country, you need to travel hundreds of times more. Well, we talked about spiritual geography once, but here I'd like to ask, it says that the people that are engaged in spiritual development, they're drawn to the land of Israel, they try to get here. We know that many Kabbalists, including Bala Sulam, your teacher, they moved here even for the establishment of the State of Israel. A person who's engaged in spiritual development, developing the quality of bestowing love in him. We don't see that by coming here, people become more spiritual, put it that way. Mm, no, it's not supposed to be that we need to put in a special effort in order to start spiritually ascending. So I came here, this is the land of Israel, it works on me, I improve myself, I become kinder. No, no, even to the contrary, those that come here, they come under the influence of such forces that stop break their development. A person needs to apply greater force. But due to these conditions, a person can attain higher spiritual degrees.
2: Um, well,
0: the last thing, before we move on to our time, it's also important. When I studied the first sources, When I looked what
1: it says in the source text, practically everywhere it says that Israel is the center of the world, the heart of the world, Jerusalem is the heart of the world. What does it mean? It means the spiritual center of the world. Of course, they could say that, no, there's Mecca and Medina and other places too, In India. Yeah, each nation will say that the center of the world is where they are. It's normal for a person, but what does it mean here? the center of the world meaning that there are places on our planet in which there are certain spiritual forces that correspond to the spiritual and root therefore, and therefore it is a unique place
0: ok
1: so, we've scrutinized these basic concepts in the language of Kabbalah, and now we can talk about our time, see what goes on here with the government of Israel, the state of Israel, otherwise it was simply detached. In the past 2,000 years, there was we were in exile, the people of Israel were in exile due to unfounded hatred. And 74 years ago, the state of Israel was established this is what we're going to celebrate in a few days. Throughout this entire time, uh, thousands of books were written by sages, and they wrote just one thing, that only through the connection between people in the nation, love among us, this will save us and allow us to come back to the land of Israel. Throughout all these thousands of years, we didn't see any kind of unity, but still we came back, meaning the upper force did bring us back. So the question is, with which purpose were we brought back? We were brought back with the same purpose, the same goal, that here
2: we need already
1: being a certain nation, of course, not yet according to any spiritual signs, but geographically, historically, we need to start uniting, building ourselves from below up, meaning from completely corporeal, Definitions to more exalted spiritual ones. And this way, we need to reach a state where we will be in spiritual connection and in us, accordingly, the upper force will become revealed. Balaswalam writes that this this land was given to us and deposit you know, it's after 2000 years coming back here and the government and the state and everything else was given in deposit, what for? And for order for us to start coming back to each other and to our spiritual roots. And Outside of Israel, it's impossible. What's so special here that it's possible to unite here? That here it's possible and there it isn't. Today in the U.S., you have uh, seven, eight million Jews. No one standing in their way to con- uh, in the way of their connection. No one's standing in their way, but they're not connecting nonetheless. But here, here there is the equivalence between the spiritual root and branch and therefore those that aspire for the spiritual root also aspire for its corporeal branch meaning the land of Israel. It's something that we can't understand we can't imagine what exactly that is. Why is it so important at the same time to be
2: to have the corporeal Manifestation with the
1: land of Israel and Jerusalem and everything. We don't see it, don't feel it. But actually, I met people that feel it very clearly.
0: Well, if we're talking about
1: on the sheer human level, then, you know, we can argue about it. But if we zoom out, and you see that there's nature that needs to unite a certain amount of people and then it needs to spread to the rest of the world. Then those here in Israel are no more than the potential for it. Yeah. There are such actions that need to occur on the corporeal level and then gradually, gradually ascend to their spiritual realization. If uh, you look at it through the eyes of an ordinary person, then they are abroad, suppose in the U.S. I think that they are more united than here. What happens here is a disaster. Uh, There is a disaster here going on because we actually need to overcome it. And by overcoming this corporeal disaster you can see how suddenly you find yourself under the influence of spiritual forces. Okay, so going back to what we started with that the goal, according to the goal or we see that you know there are five, six nations living here that have no connection with one each other with one another here within Israel and they'll connect? Mm, yeah, I suppose. The independence what is, what is independence we understand there's uh, you know there are elections there's uh, you know you're not dependent on any other government Meaning the government can set its own goals by what criteria can you say that the government is independent well first of all Actually, we're not a government, we're not a state, by spiritual definitions, and we're not a people. So, it's too early to talk about that. We can only give certain definitions to it and scrutinize, why are we not that yet? Why don't, we, why don't we have the spiritual definition of what is a people, what is a state, what is a government, what is a family, by spiritual definitions. I mean, here, they are very clear definitions, and all the more among Jews, not the rest of the nations of the world. So it's something that we need to scrutinize, and Bala Sulaim does in the Articles of the Last Generation. And he writes here in the Nation newspaper that it is a shame to admit that one of the most precious merits we have lost during the exile, and the most important of them, is the loss of the awareness of the nationality, meaning that natural feeling that connects and sustains each and every nation. The threads of love that connect the nation, which are so natural and primitive in all the nations, have become degenerated and attached from our hearts, and they are gone. What does he mean here? There is a sense of independence here. There is a sense of mutuality. While Jews practically don't have that. But they only have an increased ego. They're estranged to one another. They're willing to come closer to only when there are special times of catastrophe, etc. What is the consciousness of a nation? Awareness. Take any other nation and start searching for their spiritual roots. You'll see that the nation has a kind of aspiration for it, and with Jews it's the opposite. So, because it's a nation that's based on an idea gathered by Abraham under the idea of one God, uh, even though that each of them came from different clans, different families, and all other nations, they come from the same family, more or less, so to speak. They have an instinctive kind of love.
0: Absolutely. Then he says, again,
1: from the nation,
0: he says
1: that language, religion, and history they're still completely insufficient to rely as a basis for the independent substance of a nation. And he says that A nation is based on instinctive love and mutual solidarity. This is something that we can get only if we will educate ourselves correctly, drawing the upper light that will be able to work on us and change us. Otherwise, we can't. So, these are kind of supernatural forces. Let's say, yeah, supernatural. But to the contrary, it is actually natural. When in history have we ever seen that a nation was united? Can we define some kind of...
0: Uh,
1: I think we were never united. No. Well, even in the times of the unification of the Torah, the temples, maybe, Jews nonetheless experienced wars. That's why I'm saying that you don't even have such an example. We say Jews need to be united, but where did you ever see such an example? And who said, why should they be united? No, if there will be such an example, then you already have the correction of the world. That's I, there's no example yet okay suppose we need to unite in order to start some kind of nearing it's necessary to understand the purpose of it to understand what forces are separating us and balalam writes about the narrow ego that's based on hate and the cynical use of others exploitation this is what we need to correct yes I'd say that this is our national quality, the narrow ego that takes nothing into consideration, wanting to exploit everyone only to its own benefit. Then he says that it's based on hate and the cynical exploitation of others. That's unfounded. Hatred? Yeah. And why unfounded? There is a reason. Which, there's no justification for it. But if I exploit someone I enjoy, it. I think about myself, obviously that uh, delight causes you to act the way that you do, but why? What's the reason? The reason for hate is nature awakens you to use, exploit the other. That's clear, but why? Why does it act toward you the way it does? Of course, you're not acting without with no reason. You can always say, ah, I felt like it. There's always the desire, there's always some kind of benefit that I can gain out of it. I understand that it's not just said that the temple was destroyed due to unfounded hatred. So unfounded is something that exists only among Jews. Right. It doesn't exist in other nations. Because we see how other nations destroy each other. No problem. They can even eat each other. But still, there's a reason. And for us, the reason's from above. Meaning the reason for our mutual rejection is above the level of. The still the vegetative, the animate and the human nature. So, the Creator Himself, nature itself, awakens it in us. What for? In order for us to rise even above that, first to acknowledge it and correct it ourselves.
2: Yeah.
1: When we see no other way to exist with this great ego of ours and mutual hate and rejection, etc., then we will rise above it. What it's like, a game, it's what, yeah, of course, it's a game. To get independence or what? To rise above yourself,
0: yeah. Um,
1: one more thing. The fact of the matter is that the Creator delivered our holy land from the foreigners and has given it back to us. Yet we have not received the land into our own authority since the time of reception has not yet come, as we explained concerning the complete attainment, says Balasulam. Meaning, we need to continue trying to correct ourselves and the time will come and we'll get the opportunity where we will be able to do it in a way that will truly relate to each other, the way the nation of Israel needs to relate to each other with support, mutual support, completely free, so to say. And then we will feel ourselves truly existing in a country that's directed toward the Creator Israel. Further, he writes that if that we've received um, the land, but if we don't correspond it, then the, the land itself emits whoever is here. How is that? Due to disparity of form between the nation and the land in our case, brings about a situation where the land that we built, it exists, and the soil that we'd like to found ourselves on since it is a special land meant only for us but when we're corrected therefore if we will try to conquer it inhabit it while we're still uncorrected, then it will simply throw us out. It's a physical law? It is.
0: No. So there has to be some kind of
1: correlation between the levels, spiritual, corporeal, meaning there is a certain period of time that's given. If we don't use it, then the land itself, as if because to to disparity of form throws us out, what happened 2,000 years ago and before that, too, several times.
2: Don't think that it'll happen
1: by special qualities, but just like 2,000 years ago, the Romans came and threw us out. Same thing will happen now, too, if we, unless we, will attain the quality of unification between us within the given time. Also, there is the article of The Last Generation that it says that uh, as long as we are under the cultures of other nations and we are completely incapable of achieving unity, then we are captivated by foreign forces. What does it mean to be captivated by other cultures? It's good that each came with their own culture, but we need to rise above all these cultures to our own culture, called mutual love, mutual connection. And if we rise to it, then we can really move forward to become like the creator. This is actually the purpose of our development. You think that to this day, the people living here, each of them exist in their own culture? Even without, uh, you know, uh, their own culture, but in different ones. Okay, Kabbalah and Zionism. Everyone knows that Zionism is a Jewish movement with the purpose of giving birth to the Jewish nation in the land of Israel. And Kabbalah is the method of the revelation of the creator to his created beings in this world. And Kabbalah and Zionism, they're connected. How? They have the same purpose to gather the Jewish people here on this land in order in the unification between them for them to achieve such spiritual qualities in which the Creator will reveal Himself. And the Creator shall reveal Himself then to the rest of the world through that. Yeah, but Zionism doesn't have the purpose of revealing the Creator, only uniting the nation. Well, in the meantime, it's a corporeal condition. And Kabbalah is the next level. Yeah, once we start uniting, regardless with which intention and they'll start feeling, people will start feeling, what does it give? So we can say that Kabbalists, of Khabar Sulaim, you can call them Zionists, yeah. meaning they consciously came here, of course, consciously, in order
0: to unite the nation. Yeah. Further, he says that Zionism, well, that Zionism, Um,
1: they need to return to the land of Israel. We need to try and gather the entire nation here and unite it such that people will feel that they're one nation and that the purpose of this nation is to reveal the Creator in their connection and that through us, this revelation will come to all people in the world. One more thing is the relations with Arabs. Looking to this land, there are already Arabs
0: here,
1: and we don't have the best of relations with
0: them, neither
1: with Israeli Arabs nor the, the Arabs living
0: around us. And Balasalam writes. Uh, he, he talks about that
1: thanks to money and uh, spiritual force is it possible to win over the hearts of Arab sheikhs that will accept the unity of all mankind. And then he says that after they adapt this point of view, along with us, with the nation of Israel as one block, will start inviting more and more people, and this will give
0: this will allow Zionism to develop. Therefore,
1: because they will understand that the land was given by the Creator and everyone's standard of living will become the same and it will be a great support to all. Well, it might seem to us a bit naive, But actually, it's true. It's based on the laws of nature. So, if this is how we would act, actually, and would bring ourselves closer to the implementation of these conditions, then we would have seen the result. But we don't need to work with them, but between us. And as a result, they too will change their attitude. Yes, It's not up to them. So it's written that it's a mistake that Jews are trying to work with Arabs, convince them of something instead of working with each other, regardless of anyone else. And last, um, national love educating to national love. It's necessary, first and foremost, writes Balasulam. that this is the foundation for success in all realms. First of all, there needs to be national love. You need to develop it everywhere.
0: How's
1: that possible? What can you start with? It's possible only if you will draw the upper light, the upper force, because... We don't have national unity, unification, Jews can't have that because it is the gathering of many different groups um, opposite groups in mankind and therefore by no means is it possible that Jews will come together. So how is it possible to teach national unity? There are the religious Jews. There are different types, kinds to position what we're talking about above all that. Yeah, but there needs to be the same educational process for everyone. I'm not talking about that either yet about the education process i'm I'm talking about the approach to yourself to others to the
0: world it needs to be goal oriented and last that the condition for independence balalam writes
1: that the condition for the independence of the government of Israel is possible if the nation will become capable of developing all of mankind spiritually. Then we'll get the forces to sustain ourselves and others if this is what we'll support or this what we'll aspire for, if we'll aspire to be the spiritual center of the world, to show the entire world the qualities of connection, unity, love, then We will attain,
2: we'll
1: reach a point, we'll be respected. So to begin with, we need to understand what are we doing it all for? What are we uniting for? land, etc. He writes here, it's interesting, in the, in the Last Generation, by the way, he wrote it for himself, it's not something for to publish, that Judaism needs to give the nation something new, this is what they're expecting of the return of the people of Israel to their land.
0: It's
1: not about any other... It's not about the sciences of this world, because in that we were always the students of other nations. But it's only about the wisdom of Kabbalah, which is a science that is related only to us, and in that the rest of the nations will be our students. Why does it seem too strange? Well, I mean, that... uh, Among what scholars of the world, ancient scholars, I mean, not not recent ones, were we some kind of enlightenment for them. Arab scholars, Greek, but not we. This is all, you know,
0: we're confused. Well, the Jews gave the world the laws of... uh, These are
1: laws that she took from the Torah. Yeah.
0: Many philosophers write about that this is what
1: Judaism needs to give to explain to people why do we need to unite. Yeah.
0: Blitz questions. Do you celebrate the Day of Independence? No,
1: somehow I feel it. Like,
2: yeah
1: but it's not holiday
2: know, know, is... well, really holiday I don't know what you mean by holiday
1: but I'm happy that there is something like that
0: you
1: do you have national pride? for what? <laughs> you need to do something in order to be proud achieve something
0: when you look at Israeli
1: society today what do you feel? that it's that it is a foundation for good deeds, but that's it. How did your teacher relate to the Day of Independence? Internally, he celebrated it.
0: There are many ceremonies, events
1: what would you advise the organizers to do? To find out what is the Day of Independence, what is independence, how to celebrate it, how to attain it, realize it, how to make this day more essential, how to give it meaning. This was for organizers, for each person. What would you advise, simple people, to find out? That uh, To scrutinize, we're given this state. We haven't attained it yet as the holiday of independence. We're not yet independent. Independent of what? Whom? To the contrary, we're independent of everyone and everything. How do we make it so that we become independent? For this, we need to rise above ourselves and become closer to the Creator. Do you think people are ready for change? People could be not ready, but the time has come. What future do you see in the relations with Arabs? I think that everything will end in a good way. Without bloodshed, we will be able to come to mutual understanding. When actually will Israel become independent? Independent Uh, corporeally, it will become when it will become spiritually independent, physically. What practical action would you advise our viewers to take in order to come closer to independence? Practical action in order to come closer. Independence is to rise above your ego and to try come closer to others. Thank you very much. The independence of Israel, all the best. Thank you.